What's up, guys? So today on the show, we've got Zeke Alvarez. Zeke is a 16-year military vet. He started his own roofing sales agency. He scaled three separate businesses to over a million in profit, and he loves mentoring new entrepreneurs. So Zeke, thank you so much for coming in to spend some time with us today. And for the people who don't know you out there, let's get into a little bit about your background. So tell us a little bit about where you come from and what you're made of. Well, when you when you say like the scaling to a million, it's so crazy because I'm like, where did that money go? <laughs> you know, <laughs> where does it go? And you just think of like stuff you could have done with all that once it's like kind of, it's crazy. Um, well, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. Military bounced me around everywhere. Um, ended up in Washington, D.C. Kind of set up my roots there. Um, you know, had kids, had a family at one point and just kind of, uh, just built a good networking system. And that's how like any consulting agency or anything kind of gets born is just like, dang, how do I get paid from connecting two people together? Yeah. And I just kind of always just done that, but now I get paid in a different, you know, aspect of that's it. Awesome. So that's how I ended up here. And you started, you know, Right in, so I'm assuming that was like right out of high school that you went into the military because you're you're pretty damn young still. So if you did yeah, 16 yeah. years in the military, <laughs> you must have started pretty young, right? Well, I took a break. I got out for a couple years. Okay. Um, I joined around 18, and uh, yeah, try to do community college, try to do the college thing. You know, when you're in high school and you're like, what do I do next? And you're like, yeah, I'm, I've made it enough. I got I got enough here. I want to go to this college. So my my guidance counselor was like. Are you, are you are you high right now? Like, <laughs> I'm looking at your grades. Yeah, you're going to pass, but where do you think you're going to go? Yeah. I was like, eh. you're going to be a rocket scientist. Oh, right? yeah, exactly. I had okay. no idea what I wanted to do. Um, a neighbor of mine, which has ended up being like a really good father figure, uh, he was just like, my brother was in the Air Force. You want to join? I was like, he's like, no, you're going to do something with your life. You're going to school. You don't know what you want to do. So, yeah. and to this day, I still don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I just know that I want to like create something for myself. Definitely. But yeah, that's how I ended up out there. Awesome. So you ended up in the Air Force, right? Yep. Did did the Air Force uh, for a few years. Got out. Uh, was a, And that's so funny, right? Because you're like, what skills do I have? I was a military police guy in the Air Force. And I was like, okay, I could be a cop. Okay, I could be a security guard. I'm like, this can't be it. I'm yeah. sitting there as a security guard checking IDs. I'm like, this is not where I need to be in life. First of all, like- yeah. You're outside in the elements, and I'm from LA, so I'm living in DC, checking IDs at a security gate. That humidity in DC, oh, dude, and then the cold. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I do not belong here. Yeah. So I need to be in an office. Wow. Uh, Army recruiter came through, kind of took me, uh, took a chance on me to come back in, and and that's how it was. That's how I ended up, and nice. I just knew that wasn't really for me though either. Yeah. Well, I mean, doing that much time in the military, I'm sure you had a lot of big takeaways and a lot of a lot of skills that you learned. So, what are some of the biggest things you learned doing 16 years in the Air Force? Uh, well, it's it's a mix between the Air Force and the Army. So, okay. my last uh, 14 years, or I'm sorry, uh, 12 years, have been in the Army. Okay. Um, both the same culture, though, right? It, it's it's all in one. We can joke on each other, but we can't let anybody else joke on us. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, the biggest thing I took away is consistency and resiliency. So as long as you kind of get up and do the same thing every day, you got to just show up. The, only, the way you're going to get paid is be on time, right place, right time, right uniform. And I kind of put that aspect into 
everything that I do in life. Yeah. Um, and just know how to properly do stuff by, I want to say you're very descriptive on the stuff you do on a day-to-day basis. The military breaks stuff down army style. Well, we call it Barney style, but like whenever I tell somebody, break it down to me army style, right? Take, you know, you have one M16, you have the strap, you know, if you want to disassemble the weapon, it tells you step by step of what to yeah. do. Take strap off. Don't eat it, right? Yeah. Don't put it in your mouth. Right? <laughs> yeah. They really Simple. dumb it down for you. Right. But if you put all those aspects into everything you do, like say you want to start a company, you want to, all right, what level do I need to do as a technician? Well, these are the steps. Okay, what do I need to do as a manager? These are the steps. Yeah. What do I need to do as the owner or the CEO or find you know who's putting the the financial stuff together yeah write down each step and that way you can place each one and then put the proper people in those spots yeah and that's how i scaled success pretty fast so it almost shows you learning the structure of the military it almost showed you how to properly structure a company exactly and i remember when i got out i was like i don't want people to yell at me no more nobody's gonna be in charge of me i'm gonna call out when i want to do it but then you look in the aspect of life Everything is paramilitary. Yeah. You have a boss no matter what. They're like, all right, cool, call out, but I'm gonna fire you. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> like if you run everything in structure like that, it's structured for a reason. It's a very well uh, fortune five hundred business, if Definitely. you if you would say, you Definitely. know. Well, you, you said at that point, you know, you got out and you were you were doing some entry level type of positions like security. Yep. You were just feeling like you needed to do something more. You were meant for something more, right? Correct. And that's why I went back to the army. I felt like it was a very safe place for me, um, get my pension, do what I got to do, um, you know, make the time at least count for something, right? Since security doesn't pay bad. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I was getting paid like at that time in 2006, 2007, like 35 bucks an hour. Yeah. You're like, geez, all right, I'm, I'm doing all right. But I had a regress, join the army at another low, la- uh, low rank and just know that Whatever I was going to figure out, I was going to figure out. And that was the journey. At least it was safe because it's not contract work. It's not like year to year go through it. You know, yeah. At least I would do something safe. But while I was in, I've always had an extra job, an extra side hustle, an extra something because military don't pay shit either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it does all right, yeah. but it ain't. Yeah. You, you seem like somebody who's always been hungry for more than that because, yeah, I mean, 35 bucks an hour in security. That's not bad. You can definitely support nah, yourself on that. Exactly. Military income. You can take care of yourself on that for sure. But yeah, when, man, go ahead. No, nah, I just, I've always seen, especially being in DC, there's very high profile people. Um, you know, it's not Vegas. It's not Miami. It's, but it's a very well-established scene, right? And the people there are really getting after it. Yeah. What's different between them and me? Right. I want to be in a boat. I want a boat. I don't, you know, I I want a new Corvette. I want a new Benz. I can't get that just sitting here day to day unless I just save all my shekels and put them in my pocket. Right. I'm not doing that, man. I need to do something else. I need, I want to drive a nice car. I want to have, you know, a hot wife. I want to, like, I want that whole aspect. Right. And not saying that's what should drive me, but you learn other things where you think that's the goal, but that's not the real goal. Yeah. You know, you're along that journey. You're just like flashy, flashy, flashy. Oh, maybe that's not it. Maybe I found my real purpose somewhere in there. Yeah. That's kind of where I've been at. That's awesome. And so then at a, at a certain point, you started transitioning into owning and, and starting your own businesses. So what was that transition like? And like I said, man, I've always worked a side hustle, side job that worked at the gym. I worked um, at this point, one of my friends 
you know, he owned a couple uh, owned a couple gyms. Um and I just was hanging out with him. Honestly, it was kind of cool because I've never had a like a real a rich friend at that point. Yeah. And I was like, all right, these guys know what he's doing. Then I had another friend who owned a, or worked for a roofing company. And he's like, I don't really know how this kind of matches, but it's just sales. We go knock door to door, say, well, your insurance will buy you a new roof. Now, if you can get somebody to do that, there's money into it. Yeah. Insurance money, they pay a lot. Right. And they, they leave a good 20 to 30% profit. I was like, sure, I can do that. I was an army recruiter. Um, I got sales written on me all day. Yeah. I loved it. And I don't feel like I'm a salesman, which is not a bad thing. It's just a weird term that people give. Right. But I could do that. We went to business together. And just like any business where you're friends at first, it never really, I never really felt that I blended into that partnership. I felt like I was just an employee. Yeah. So. You know, I'm thankful for the opportunity they put me in because it had me seen something, but I knew that I was meant for more. Like I wanted to take on the stress. I wanted to take on the anxiety. I wanted to take on everything every single day where my values and my characteristics evolved into my company. Yeah. And that's kind of where the roofing and solar and now the podcast and entrepreneur stuff that I'm doing, it's all my guidance on something, yeah. you know, and if somebody wants to work with me, I don't hold job interviews. I don't hold any of that. It's somebody that reaches out and you have to have the same characteristics and values that I live on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So, Well, I mean, at a certain point when you accumulate all those skills and knowledge, I think people like you and me, we're naturally going to get to a point where it's like, all right, I don't want to, I don't want to be a top person in this person's company anymore. I want to have my own company where I'm getting to make the decisions and everything. Right. I just had a meeting where another solar company wanted to absorb us. Hey, you guys are doing well. You know what you're you're doing. You guys align our vision. You can either give us a percentage and work. You know, these solar companies, we all know each other. Yeah. Right. Um, And I was like, hey, look, man, I built this thing. Like I built the brand. I built the website. I built everything out. I want to try it a little bit more the hard way. Yeah. And that's been like my everyday step in life. Let me just try it the hard way. I'm going to learn the hard lesson here. Um, which is cool because they're they're there to support. They consult us really well. Um, shout out to Aligned Energy, uh, Jay Garcia, man. He, he's awesome. Uh, just deep in the solar world, and I just think like I'm just thankful for his uh, uh, mentorship on a day to day basis. So awesome. So that was the first company you started was Ripping and Solar, yeah. Yep. So um, I connect with people. Met a guy at that Friendsgiving. Yeah. He owned a restoration company, and he's like, I think we should do. You know, you know, roofing. Why don't I give you 50-50 partnership? You do your thing. Mind you, I don't come with nothing. Yeah. And really no money. That military money ain't really it. Yeah. Um, I pay child support for three kids. So just think of what I really yeah. want to get after. You didn't, like, you didn't have a massive nest egg built up. <laughs> no, nah, I was like, you know what? Yeah. This guy believes like, just run it exactly how you want it. Just show me how it works. Yeah. Show me it works. I brought him the first couple of contracts. It's like. 50-50, there you go. Yeah. Like, that's how I started. Everything I want to do on it, I don't ask him. I don't do nothing. He just knows my vision is there and like it's it's supporting for us. So yeah. um, he started that company and started it with me. And it just then it turned into, yeah, man. Anytime I have an idea, yeah, fuck it. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you proved yourself with that. You know, you, you proved yourself that you had the skills, you had the knowledge that you could get this guy a solid return if he was willing to yeah. invest into you. So. That's, that's all it takes. And that that's honestly it. Somebody gave me a chance. So I hire people out the same way. I don't hire people with degrees or and nothing wrong with that. I got a degree, but people that come to me and 
show me something first. Yeah. Right. The top producer in my solar company right now, who had just made a partner in it, came to me and he was like, hey, look, I'll film your video um, for a commercial that we did or something, right? He's like, I just want to get in your network. Yeah. And now this guy makes, I don't know, 20 grand a month selling solar. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then, you know, my operations manager now just always reached out, how do you do this? How do you do this? Uh, show me what you do on a day-to-day basis. And you think of this, people like are bothering you, but they're not. Like, okay, you want to get in the network, show me something, and this is how you're going to work with me. Yeah. And that's it, man. This guy handles everything on a day-to-day operations for for roofing. So it's, it's beautiful. That's awesome. Just putting the right people in place. Yeah. It, well, he showed you too. That's That was like, he didn't, maybe he didn't know, but that was basically his interview. Just the impression he made on you when he was like, let me do this for you. Let me show you what I can do. And then all of a sudden, now you got confidence in him and you gave him a shot. And now he's yeah. running a big piece of your company. So yeah, awesome. man. And he showed me things like how to cut costs or where to find this because, dude, I'm not that business guy. (laughs) That's my partner. My partner is, no, I'm the, all right, hey, cool. We got this much money. (laughs) Can I make more and put into it? All right. As long as I'm spending less than I'm uh, putting more in, we're good. (laughs) Awesome. Probably the, not a great model to have in business. Sounds to me like, you know, you know where your skill set begins and ends, (laughs) you know, you you know what to do yourself and you know what to hire somebody else out to do. So that's, for sure. That's a skill in itself. So for sure. All right. Well, you know, you started that business, you got it up and running, and then you've started a few others too. So tell me about your other businesses. Um, the roofing thing, man, that kind of came into play and that's taking care of everything else, right? Yeah. Um, and I got some big jobs just off of networking, people that I met for partying and stuff, right? And they're like, oh, you have a roofing company? We'll give you a shot. We'll give you a shot. Yeah. Cool. Then I knew that solar was big and it's obviously huge out here in, in California and Nevada. Yeah. All right. But I look around. I'm like, okay, I don't have to hop on a roof to sell something. And there's not, there's something missing in Virginia, DC market. Um, How do we get into that? So the same way that I got into roofing where I basically paid somebody to teach me something very quick, um, I did the same thing for for solar. And I took a course, a mentorship course. Once again, my business partner was like, yep, fuck it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. cool 10 grand swipe that and we did the mentorship and it's like fuck you're in that mentorship class and you're like you're paid the 10 grand you're like i know this shit already yeah but they know how to put those pieces together you're like all right it's just that one little thing show me how to do that marketing or show me how to do this and yeah that was that solar right there and you're just sitting and waiting for those installs because that's when you get paid at the end yeah but that's that's solar um so i got falcon roofing we got falcon solar and now um, my next endeavor is more of a pro bono type thing, right? Where I want to take entrepreneurs, a business in a box, um, just hop on a call with me. Let me see where I can help you strategically where you're stuck. No one's yeah. really stuck. Everybody just doesn't have that time or effort or connection yeah. to put to, you know, where they want to take that next level, right? Yeah. And um, it's free. Whoever wants to hop on a call, it's free. However, you're going to use my connections and those are priceless. Yeah. You know. Nice. So that that newest business that you're starting is mostly coaching and mentor, mentoring probably newer entrepreneurs or people who haven't quite broken through to success yet mostly, right? Correct. And yeah. even I've seen people who have these businesses for years and years and they're making money, but how do they scale it? Yeah. So I've even helped, you know, seasoned entrepreneurs and 
It's just something very slight that they don't see. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying I know everything, but I know somebody who knows something about everything or in that particular field, right? Yeah. And I know how to connect them. Um, and that's just really it, man. And I get paid off the the partnerships. Yeah. So if I bring in a partner with somebody, like, all right, cool. Like, I, I brought you this. Now just kick me back later. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm getting paid for my time. So, yeah. but I want to help the entrepreneur. Yeah. I think everybody has it in them, but, or don't know how to make that connection either. So, yeah. Well, how long have you been doing that so far? Uh, I want to say I've been doing that for about two years, but getting paid for it, uh, <laughs> about six months. Well, so I got the process in place now. I mean, I imagine that's probably one of the most rewarding things because I know in my business, like, you know, making your own business grow is awesome. That's how you kind of cut your teeth and how you get uh, establish yourself. But once you get to start really helping other people grow from the outside, you feel almost like almost like the dad or the granddad in the situation. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good job. It feels great. It, so. You know what does suck, though, is you help somebody you know, and they don't even say thank you. Right? Yeah. And, and it's just a lot of shady people, um, which is, which is okay. Yeah. And that, and that's fine. I know that's supposed to come, but like, I want to say that's the biggest difference I see from the military and the civilian world is like, all right, cool. Uh, I'll shake your hand, handshake deal. We're good in, in the military. You're going to see him around and be like, oh. you know, they're, yeah, I got you. I got you. It, it's just almost like a, that verbal agreement is just as solid as writing it down on paper. Where I've learned the hard way in the civilian life is that these guys would just turn their back. Well, I never said that. Yeah. They're like, bro, you wouldn't even have it. I, I want to say I start competitors even. Like I've started roofing companies and I do the same thing. However, I feel like my skill set's a little bit more further in advance. Yeah. And I'm not holding back anything. It's just people are not going to willing to take the steps that I'm making. Right. I've started roofing companies, not even a thank you. Yeah. And basically making competitors. But- at the end of the day, I know cosmic karma is going to push my value somewhere else. So, sure. Yeah. Well, how do you respond to that if you if you help somebody like that and you realize they're just not very grateful about it? What do you what do you usually do in response to that? Um, I mean, I don't tell people like, you know, I, I put connections in place for them, right? Their marketing or their inspectors or just different key players in their business that they need. Um, I don't tell them to cut them off because I want those people to get paid still too. Like the marketing, yeah. the you know, the inspectors, the the door-to-door knockers, or everything that I put in place for these people. Um, I want them to still get paid. I just, hey man, I, I I stop pouring in and maybe they'll see that in the future. And I don't hold no grudge, man. I just yeah. move on to the next one. That's the perfect balance, man. I think that was like exactly what I would have said myself because – you're not going to sit there and go on a rampage trying to ruin this person's business or any <laughs> right. of that stuff. It's, it's literally not worth the energy for you. It's you just, take that positive energy and apply it somewhere else. Yeah. The, the most repercussion that you're going to do is like, all right, I see you now. So we're, we're probably not going to start good. any new yeah. projects together or anything exactly. like that. But, you know, good luck. So. Hey, man. And it all it could have took was a thank you. Shoot. Give me a Chipotle gift card. I'd be yeah. like, thanks, bro. You're good. Or yeah. take us a dinner or something. But. Even just a well-thought-out thank you. I really appreciate what you did. You <laughs> right. Know, that's it. Right. And I see this guy, man, and it kind of burns me up, but I don't let that I don't let that get to me, man. I just yeah. – and, and this guy didn't need – it wasn't like – he didn't need the roofing company. He already had his thing. He already has daddy's money somewhere else or something. He just yeah. wanted to do something. I was like, all right, I can help you, right? I, I know this, but yeah. 
it'll come back to me. Maybe you can help me like do interior flips or you can help me with cabinets or something, right? And I love networking and I see this guy on the boat. He has a boat. Yeah. Put it that way. I see him. <laughs> so he's doing well. He yeah. got a boat, right? Um, I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm going to get my own boat. Right? Yeah. I, which is probably years down, probably the worst investment. But, yeah. you know, I'm going to get my own boat. Fuck yeah. that. I, there's not going to be complaining about it. Right? Nice. Well, I don't know when, yeah. but <laughs> it'll come. Well, on the flip side, other than that, what are some of the most positive experiences you've had with coaching and helping other entrepreneurs? Oh, man. Um, just that light bulb moment uh, that clicks in their head, right? Um, and they're just like, why am I doing this? And then they said, like, holy shit, one little piece. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know I need to spend other people's money, the bank's money. Why am I like, they're getting profits and then they're not able to put their like scale their business at all because they're using their own money. Be like, you know, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Our checking accounts back at like a hundred bucks. No, we can't do, we can't buy new shirts or we can't put out ads or we can't do this. Yeah. You know, if I teach them like just little connections, like, Hey, look, I got a funding source for you. I got a good, um, I got a good media guy for you and all this will get paid in returns. You don't have to, you know, they'll show you what they could do. Yeah. And if it works, you pay them when you get the jobs, right? Or, or just anything like that. That aha moment that goes off for them, man, just see them just like, holy shit. Yeah. It works. It and works I sure. love that, bro. <laughs> I'm sure you've been there too. I know I've been there before where I thought I was just like completely lost and <laughs> trapped. And, and it turns out, yeah, there was like one little adjustment that I needed to make to get back on track. And so. Dude, I the solar thing haunts me, but I feel like it's my biggest achievement because I was down like, 100k yeah my business credit card is just like social media ads are not cheap bro yeah i run like <laughs> i run like 12k a month yeah now it's when you click on the thing and it's like do you like solar are you a homeowner right those are all my ads getting pushed in every state that i'm that i'm running campaigns on and you're just like I haven't got a fucking lead, yeah. <laughs> but I know it works, right? <laughs> or if I do, I'm getting a bunch of shoppers. I'm getting people that are just asking questions like, yeah. why aren't these completing? But once you start getting those deals and then you just start seeing from, you know, you got your group text with your group text with your team and it's like, boom, sale completed, uh, site survey done. We're, we're moving to the next step. I just sat in my car and like, I remember this moment I was sitting there charging my car up, um, my kids are in there and they're just like on their phones or whatever. And I'm like, it works, guys. It fucking works. It works. <laughs> like finally, when you finally get that payback from, I, I know what you're doing. Dude, I'm just like, I'm the hardest hustler in the world. Yeah. You don't know me. And they're like, my kids are like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Take me to McDonald's, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man, it's beautiful. Great moment, though. Yeah. And it finally, you know it's there. You know it's going to work. You're scratching at the surface. You just can't give up. And yeah. that, that's what I'm saying, man. You have to have that resiliency to be like, all right, here goes another month of ads. Yeah. Here goes another month of ad spend. Here goes another month of paying Keep people out of my own faith. pocket. Keep having that faith, yeah. So Cool. Well, um, you know, you've done a lot so far. And I know the newest project is the coaching and mentoring business. Uh, what are some of the things that you see in the future? What are some passion projects you'd like to be getting into in the future? Um, I started a podcast. It's okay. called, uh, I have uh, two episodes in. I'm not going to release it. So I'm like, you know, six or seven and yeah. just have like constant content. Right. But I started, it's called a young man's handbook podcast. Nice. And it's just a, 
uh, open letter to yourself at the age of 18, like, what could I have done better at that point? Yeah. And that kind of all goes into, you know, my coaching project, my business stuff. I don't do that for like to get paid. I do it to get, you know, well connections, um, people that want to work with me, people that want to work for me or be going to business with me. And hopefully it all comes back, man. Networking is the biggest, networking is the biggest currency. Um, it outweighs everything. Yeah. It Those outweighs everything. are key for sure. Okay. And, you know, having, having already had quite a bit of success with coaching and helping other entrepreneurs. Um, what do you feel like are some of those lessons that most new entrepreneurs need to learn? Like what's something you wish somebody told you that first year starting your company? Be willing to know you're not going to get, like it's not going to come back. You have to invest for five years, have that plan out. The people that fail are the ones who really look in the military, we call it like the, the 25 meter target, the 50 meter target, the 100 meter target. We only see what's right in front of us. How am I going to put, how am I going to pay the bills? Yeah. Right. How am I going to put food on the table? Yeah. You have to think of that. But if you really want a successful business, you want a big time business on billboards and, and all that shit, you need to have that five year plan, that 10 year plan. What's yeah. going to come in? Have the people with the right vision. You keep on working with people that have that short sighted vision. It's not going to come back and don't stop, man. And ask for help. People just, that's, everything's on fucking Google. Yeah. Or we're in a generation where you can just DM somebody. Yeah. And that's how I met, you know, a previous guest. We just DM'd him. That was on your show, Nick Royer. Yeah. Uh, DM'd him. Shoot, come out to Dallas. I'll teach you everything I know. Yeah. And it didn't really apply in my roofing market, but I knew what to do to get to my roofing market to work. Yeah. And, and that's it, man. Just a simple DM. Now we're really good friends. That is powerful. If you can, I mean, Nick's Nick's not just uh, average everyday nobody for sure. Yeah, Nick Royer, man, <laughs> Nick's that's a, a big, big time. He's had some incredible success. So we live in a world today where you can just reach out to someone like that, offer some value, and and get that person to teach you everything they know. That's incredible. Yeah, and and, and that networking man's underrated. Yeah. And it might be overrated, but people don't utilize it. Yeah. Networking is so key, man. That, that currency is just, it's, it's amazing to me. Yeah. And I like what you said too about just, you know, people, a new entrepreneur, you got to understand it's not something that's just going to be an overnight success. I mean, yeah, there's stories out there that you hear about of people who hit it big pretty quick, but that wasn't me. I don't think that was you. Oh man, this so. is, you know, I've had a, a meal prep business. I had, I was... Uh, dubbing DVDs and tapes. And I've been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. Right. Taking something, uh, doing stock tips, doing anything that I thought I could make that extra money. Now, don't get me wrong. That's 16 years in the military, that pension, that disability rating, that all that stuff, that's, that's my bread and butter. I, that's what I pay the bills with. That's what I, right. So, but I didn't want to be stuck at that point. So I wanted to achieve more for myself. So I still have a steady, something coming in i put in i earned those years yeah you know um it's it's nothing's overnight man yeah and it's, to me it, it might have seemed like that like i even i bounced around for the past six months i've been to miami i've been to vegas i've been you know back in dc I, and i'm just sitting in different hotel rooms i'm just like wow my life is pretty dope how did i get here yeah and you just kind of like don't even doesn't feel real anymore yeah it's insane, man. Um, everything I manifested last year, 
you know, I went through some troubling times and, and, and it's just crazy, man. Everything's there. The, the kids, the house, the apartment, the high rise, the, the car, the girl, right. To be grateful for. Right. And as long as you treat all those things in your life, right. And to include the business partnerships, the people, remember I told you, you don't, um, you don't like shame them for doing you dirty, right? You're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. As long as I keep that positive energy and positive connecting with people, man, my life is just going to turn out amazing. Yeah. And it turns out every day for something that I really didn't go to school for, <laughs> you know? That's awesome. Well, big question for you. So if you were on your deathbed and you could tell the world just one thing to make the world a better place, what would you say? What's that one thing that you'd tell the world in order to make the world a better place. Anything you do, be healed from any previous trauma prior to it, right? So if you're still working on, like, if your basis of success is revenge, right? Or if your basis of having your next successful relationship is to get back at the last person or get back at the last job, you're never going to have that full intent for the future of what's supposed to come to you the right way, right? I'm not a huge religious person. I'm not a huge like spiritual person. Like I do believe something bigger, but I know that when I let go of something that hurt me or when I let go of something that had a negative space in my mind, something positive came and filled that void, right? Yeah. So, and I spent so many years being petty Yeah. to previous employers, previous people. Like I'm going to show them, I'm going to show this girl, I'm going to show... Dude, man, you're just like, you know what? Let me just do my thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, the right people come in your life, yeah. you know, and a, a successful partner, built, you know, whether it's a wife, a husband, a business partner, they all kind of have that same place in your life. You have to be out there, be, you know, show that with love. Yeah. And you're open, you're transparent, man, life so, is going to be great. So do what you're doing for the right reason. Do it all for the love, man. It's awesome. That, that journey is that going to be the, the best part about it. Yeah, for sure. Well, your story is incredible, man. I can tell you're going to help tons of entrepreneurs out there. And if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Very cool. I'm very active on Instagram, uh, Zeke underscore Alvarez. And um, I'm available via email. Of course, you can reach out Falcon Solar, Falcon Roofing. Um, but you can, you can text me. 202-853-0564. My line is always open. My phone's always charged. Um, I'm willing to help. And just, I want to just create it out of love, man. That's it. All right. Well, you heard it here. He's ready to help. He's ready to connect. So reach out to Zeke Alvarez. But Zeke, thank you so much for being on no, the show. No, no problem, man.